Good morning everybody. I am Snigdha Sharma. I am going to present the Hindu editorial dated 9th June 2021. This podcast is for those who do not have time to read newspaper themselves. The analysis of the editorial is given on the last segment of the podcast. Let's get started. Happy preparation. First article of the day is bring bring genomic sequencing into the pandemic fight. This article is written by Chandrakant Lehria. Emerging variants with evidence of higher transmissibility and immune escape demand re-strategized response. If there is one tool in the COVID-19 pandemic response which India has been slow in adoption and has used sub-optimic optimally it is genomic sequencing an effective covid-19 pandemic response requires inter alia keeping track of emerging variants total 10 till now including variants of interest and concern and then conducting further studies about their transmissibility immune escape and potential to cause severe diseases Therefore gene genomic sequencing becomes one of the first steps in this important process when the success of the United States and the United Kingdom in containing the virus is discussed a lot of credit is being given to the increasing variation coverage however it is often forgotten that alongside these countries have scaled up genomic sequencing track the emerging variants and use that evidence for timely actions India seems to be faltering on both expanding vaccination coverage and genomic sequencing. Unfortunately, there is not enough attention to scale up genomic sequencing, which as per the original plan was supposed to cover 5% of the co- covered COVID-19 cases. Though the procedural steps such as setting up the Indian SARS-CoV-2 genomic consortia or the NCOG have been taken the sequencing has remained at a very low level of a few thousand cases only it is no surprise that we understand the delta variant uh, the original lineage b.1.617 was first reported from maharashtra india in october 2020 far less than the alpha variant b1.1 0.7 first reported from Cantonland in September 2020 reported just a month before de- delta the challenge of insufficient genomic sequencing is further compounded by the pace at which data is being shared especially when the emergence of strains is so vital in tracking and responding to a pandemic reportedly the indian government took 2 weeks from early march when the sir scientists submitted information on new variants to issue a public announcement on the variants on march 24 2021 the delta Amidst this, the releasing of findings of the Central Council of Scientific and Industrial Research Institute of Genomics, Integrative Biology, and National Center for Disease Control and Academy of Scientific and Innovative Research Study, tracking variants of SARS-CoV-2 in De- Delhi on a preprint server is a welcome change and provides new insight. Based upon the analysis of nearly 3,600 genomic sequencing samples from November 2020 to April 2021, the authors have reported that by April April 2021 the delta variant become became the most circulating variant in delhi and found in nearly 60% of the samples analyzed is 50% more transmissible than the alpha variant which already had 70% higher transmissibility over the ancestral virus 
is likely to be associated with high viral load as reflected by the declining CT value for RT-PCR over the study period and resulted in a high proportion of breakthrough infection, people already vaccinated getting infected. Based upon these findings, the authors attribute the Delta variant respond, responsible for the pandemic wave, which was fourth for the city-state in Delhi in April-May 2021. However, the, the authors did not find any difference in severity of diseases or case fatality uh, fatality rate due to delta variant and suggested the need for further studies this is the first detailed study of SARS-CoV-2 genomic sequencing data from any Indian state and provides very useful insight on the behavior and impact of delta variants around the same time Public Health England a report reported that the delta variant has become the most common circulating strain in the UK replacing alpha the early data from the PHE has interpreted that the delta variant may be responsible for more severe diseases and higher rate of hospitalization compared to all previous variants. A week before this data on May 27th, the PHE reported that the effectiveness of a single dose of vaccine among symptomatic patients was lower against the Delta strain. On June 3rd, Medical Journal The Lancet published research findings from laboratory studies which examined the neutralizing capacity of antibodies from individuals vaccinated with two doses of Pfizer BioNTech, which was nearly 5 2.84 lower against Delta variants and 2.6 fold less against the Alpha variants when compared with the ancestral virus. Our scientific knowledge and uh, understanding about emerging strains is going to be the key to deploy public health interventions, vaccine included, to fight the pandemic. The emerging variants with early evidence of higher transmissibility, immune escape and breakthrough infections demand continuous rethinking and re-strategizing of the pandemic response by every country. Scientific research would make a difference only if it results in informed policy decisions. There are a few steps Indian policymakers should consider as urgent. The steps ahead. First, India needs to scale up genomic sequencing across all states. There should be sufficient and representative samples collected for genomic sequencing to track district-level trends in circulating variants. More genomic sequencing is needed from large urban agglomeration. A national-level analysis of collated, uh, collated genomic sequencing data should be done on a regular basis and findings shared publicly. Second, the Indian government needs to invest and support more scientific and operational research on vaccine effectiveness. The data should be analyzed on a regular basis and should include various stratifiers such as age, gender, and comorbid conditions, etc. Third, there are early indications of immune escape and reduced vaccine effectiveness against the Delta variant, especially after one shot. India, till the end of May, has administered at least one dose of vaccines to 43% of people older than 60 years and 37% of those older than 45 years. Does it mean the focus of vaccination should be to achieve saturation coverage of the high-risk population with both shots than one shot to everyone? Does it mandate a need for reduced gap between the two doses of COVID shield for anyone older than 45 years? Should vaccination of those 18 to 44 years be put on hold till vaccine supply is assured or should it be done only in districts where the Delta strain is predominant? There are the questions which experts need to deliberate and come up with the answers. The data from genomic sequencing has both policy and operational implications. The state and district officials should engage uh, the epidemiologist in coming up with practicals and operational implications and strategies. As Indian states plan 
to open up after covid-19 restrictions the setting with predominantly the delta variant in circulation which has higher transmissibility should aim for far stricter adherence to covid appropriate behavior in public places use evidence for actions continuation of many unproven and ineffective guidelines is proof that india is not quick in adopting evidence to the practice there is a need for rapidly expanding genomic sequencing sharing related data in a timely and transparent manner and understanding of the impact of the new variant on transmissibility severity and vaccine effectiveness the only assured way to fight the pandemic is to use scientific evidence to decide policies modify strategies and take corrective actions as india prepares for the third wave increasing genomic sequencing and use of scientific data for decision making are not a choice but an absolute essential The next article of the day is State Interventions Lakshadweep's Future. The archipelago's integration into the mainstream should not lead to emotional alienation and physical damage. This article is written by Mukul Sanwal. The Lakshadweep administration which is now facing a storm over its draft rules introduced by its administrator has now provided a fresh rationale for its proposal. Shifting from public policy to public purpose, ignoring public interest, various the strategic issue is the interplay of eco- ecological fragility. insular cultural geography and strategic location there are two competing visions for its future niti ayog in 2019 identified water villas and land based tourism projects as a development issues faced by the islands suggested zoning based on land acquisition and focused on sustainable development ignoring the fragile environment and culture the integrated island management plan prepared under the guidance of the supreme court and national center for sustainable coastal management in 2016 had rejected homestays in view of the strict social customs and strong resistance of the vast majority it stipulated that development programs be implemented in consultation with the elected local self government bodies adhering to scientifically determined plans questionable public purpose the rational or thinking of the appointed administrator of the union territory planning for flight of flight loads of tourists through four controversial proposals the lakshadweep development authority regulation prevention of anti social activities regulation lakshadweep panchayat regulation and lakshadweep animal preservation regulation as regulations of peace progress and good government has apparently not ever even been able to convince the union home minister for the local people and across the political spectrum these changes are arbitrary authoritarian and will destroy the way of life The administrator's fresh response is reliance on the power of government or public purpose for acquiring private land unnecessarily opening the door to conflict and supreme court the supreme court in the case of devsharan versus state of uttar pradesh in 2011 pointed out that any attempts by the state to acquire land by prompting a public purpose to benefit a particular group of people or to serve any particular interest at the cost of the interest of a large section of people especially of the common people defeats the very concept of public purpose The proposals have been challenged before the High Court in Kerala which had in 2019 in a separate case recognized the special status given to the inhabitants for protecting their ethnic culture and traditions and to maintain the serene atmosphere in these islands without unnecessary interference by mainlanders. Lakshadweep is unique. 
It is an egalitarian coconut tree owning society with little economic inequality, a very high level of both literacy and unemployment. The Muslim community is designated as scheduled tribes. The land area is fully covered with coconut trees. The main agricultural crop and fisheries is the main economic activity, employing a quarter of the working population. Electricity generation is mainly through diesel generator and is expensive, and solar electricity has limitation as it requires a large land area. They need employment in the manly. the mainland reviewed tourism strategy the lakshadweep administration has framed the development issue as a development of the islands on the lines of the maldives when areas uh, when whereas the fact is that it is adopting a very different strategy without any real consultation in the maldives tourism since the 1970s is created is centered on water villas in an in inhabited islands ensuring that very few coconut trees are cut with limited homestays introduced in 2015 and few cultural and other conflicts second a one island one resort policy has kept pressures on reefs low due to a wide distribution of the tourist population third the business the business model is about giving coral reefs economic significance where rich and healthy healthy reefs are essential for private capital's economic returns fourth tourists came because of the natural beauty and the sheer amount of marine life resort owners commit to conserve the reef and divers at the resorts are quick to report illegal activities fifth regulation is limited to ban on reef fishing and collection of corals having no centrality to land acquisition in lakshadweep the separation of resorts from villages including for drinking water sewage disposal and electricity gives priority to the fragile ecosystem socio economic conditions and well-being of the inhabitants groundwater occurs as a thin lens floating over the sea water and stabbed by open wells replenished by the monsoon all the inhabited islands have scarcity of drinking water supply The conventional method of sewage treatment is not feasible because the coral sandy strata and high water table. The existing water balance is already under stress and inhabited villages cannot accommodate tourism. Why the Ministry of Environment is quiet about this is not clear. Political insensitivity. Meanwhile, public interest is being redefined, shifting the debate from private tourism to urbanization, both inappropriate for inhabited islands. Despite inhabited islands being defined as cities in the census, they do not need to be developed as smart cities with a focus on infrastructure requiring large scale construction and a land acquisition the irony is that the administration has anticipated public opposition and despite there being no case of murder robbery or local involvement in smuggling the new draft legislation seeks preventive detention for anti social activities and covers cruel person and depredators of the environment the relation between state and society is being arbitrarily changed despite the constitutional protection the powers of the panchayat have been withdrawn on grounds of corruption an unusual step the two child policy for those seeking election to panchayats does not exist in other union territories or states a ban on beef has been instituted contrary to the practice in northeast india liquor is being permitted for tourists in inhabited island innovation needed lakshadweep is a uni district union territory with a top heavy administrative system of more than half a dozen all india service officers essentially creating work for themselves interventions uh, interventions should be limited to setting boundaries conditions for both resorts and development institutions with income from taxing resorts given to the inhabitants active state interventions should be limited to generation of electricity in partnership with public sector units and water sewage and health as well as education technology enabled employment in call centers and future employment in the mainland